Hello and welcome to the latest uh, podcast from Valencia Property. Uh, today we're going to talk about a lot of issues, so let's jump straight into it and see where we get to. Okay, welcome. So welcome to the VP Podcast and in this episode we're focusing on how to live in Spain. How you can make a living here and what are the needs that you will have. Firstly though, uh, let's do a very British thing. Uh, let's talk about the weather. Uh, really strange weather over the last month in Spain. Uh, spring arrived, it got very hot and then it disappeared without a trace. Valencia in May has seen rain and lots of it. The Feria de Abril in Seville was spent largely underwater. And if you've been watching football in Barcelona and Madrid recently, you will have noticed that the skies opened with monotonous regularity. Uh, meanwhile, there was a mini heatwave in the UK, and the Daily Mail last week confirmed Benidorm with London temperature-wise. Well, what can we say? Strange though this weather is, we know that soon we'll be waking up each morning to sunshine and warmth, which will last all the way through to October, so sorry UK, but global warming doesn't make Bognor Regis the new Caribbean yet. Maybe in the future, but not quite yet. So, today our focus is on how to live in Spain. So, really you've got to say, firstly, if you want to live in the real Spain, uh, Spain which is not by the coast, isn't Benidorm, isn't Torrevieja, isn't Puerto Banús, etc. If you want to live in the real Spain, rather than the coastal areas, you need to know the language. Um, some people come out scared that they'll never be able to know the language. Uh, I think my favourite quote ever is by uh, Henry Ford. He said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Let's face it, if you think you're not going to learn the language, what incentive have you got to learn the language? Um, anyone who puts themselves in a place where they're going to be able to use the language will learn it, eventually. might take time, but bit by bit you'll get better and better. If you just live in an expat community and you don't get a chance to use it and you spend all your time going into supermarkets rather than into local shops, you're not going to learn the language. Nobody will. Without usage, things go rusty, don't they? But anyway... We always say that if you're coming to live in Spain, you should have a life plan. Uh, you should have a couple of years' money in your pocket, as you can then concentrate on picking up the language and integrating yourself into the local community. It's easy in certain areas. In others, it's not so easy. In certain towns, you'll be the local attraction, the the strange foreigner who's come to live in the little village. Uh, Come with a clear idea of what you want from the country. Don't come out on a whim and say, I'll pick, up job. I'll pick up a job when I get there. Remember that without a destination, you don't really know which road you should be taking. Think about it like this. Why would a Spanish employer pick you over a more suitably qualified candidate with perfect Spanish when they are Spanish themselves or from any of the other nationalities that come to live here and very quickly pick up a language? Uh, the Moroccans pick up the language quickly, uh, people from Eastern Europe, the Romanians, Bulgarians, etc., they generally pick up the language quickly. People from South America, they already speak Spanish. The Brazilians, though, they speak Portuguese, but they come here and they pick up the language quickly. So, what we decided to do today is give you some suggestions of some sites that you might want to visit in order to uh, start learning Spanish and getting started on the road, because if you're on that road, you'll get there eventually, of course. Now, the first place to go is iTunes. Um, strange place to go maybe because you maybe associate iTunes with music if you associate it with anything. Uh, but iTunes has some great podcasts on learning Spanish and it also has some great podcasts in Spanish uh, from Spanish radio, Spanish TV etc. Uh, the podcasts on learning Spanish are generally basic courses. Um, if you want to take it to uh, the next level you'd then go to something like Rosetta Stone or Inlingua, any of these other uh, places where you can learn Spanish. Um, 
Nothing beats, though, the immersion of constant talking and being surrounded by the language and constant listening. Here in Valencia, uh, there are great Spanish schools in the centre of the city which offer courses for foreigners, and most local councils also have free classes where you will go slower but get contact with your local community. Uh, check out our uh, website, our blog, uh, because anything that I mentioned today will then be put into the blog as something that you can look at in order to uh, improve your Spanish, in order to see what people do here, etc. We're going to put a lot of links into the blog this time. Anyway, the best online course that I know, uh, because it includes cultural classes too, is notesinspanish.com. And it's also got a sister site, which is called notesfromspain.com, where you can find a blog about everything Spanish. Now, they're two brilliant sites. They're very well arranged, and they've got online courses, they've got free courses, they've got free videos. They're, they've got great videos, natural videos, that they film in places like the Retiro Park in Madrid. Just short sna snatches of conversations, which you might look at and think, I understood that. And when you actually get that realization, that's when you realize you're making pro progress. They also have worksheets on there where you can look at something and actually work on the bit of Spanish that you want to work on. However, the standout thing for me at the moment, after having looked at it this morning, has nothing to do with language or anything. It's a video about the Camino del Rey in Malaga. Now, if you have a look at the video, uh, we've also put it onto our blog site, which is uh, positivespain.blogspot.com. That's www.positivespain.blogspot.com. Have a look at this uh, video. If anyone really fancies going on that walk, well, uh, invite me and I'll call a psychiatrist for you, okay? But um, I'm sure there'll be lots of people who get inspired by looking at that. So, when you get here, you've got your two years money, you want to start thinking about what you're going to do in Spain. Well, that's not actually true, you should have thought about it before you come over. But anyway, if we're going to look at what you're going to do, think about it this way. What can you do in Spain? Well, I know of people doing the following here. We've got internet professionals who make their money from the internet, doing whatever. We have oil workers. Now, oil workers generally, they spend the month working in some of the most inhospitable places in the world like Iraq and Afghanistan and Kazakhstan and Nigeria and places like that. Uh, not the best places to visit in the world at the moment in certain cases. Um, they spend the month there and then they spend the month uh, chilling out. Now they can chill out in the cold uh, in northern Europe or they can come to southern Europe and actually uh, spend the t most of the time out while they're chilling out. Um, we also have lots of people doing remote working now. We have various clients who've bought houses because as long as they've got the ADSL broadband connection, they can work from home. Uh, and as long as they're near an airport, they can get to where they need to be very quickly. Um, remote working these days is made more possible by companies being a bit more free with the fact that you don't have to have a nine to five job. You don't have to go in and nine o'clock and come out at five o'clock and have your 45 minute lunch. It's also possible to do other things. If you want some information about um, that, I, I would recommend an absolutely fantastic book. Uh, some of it won't be applicable for everyone, but quite a lot of it is applicable for a lot of people. And that's The 4-Hour Workweek. Uh, it's a book by Tim Ferriss. Uh, it's an American book, which you can get from Amazon.com, of course. And I'd suggest buying it. Just go to Amazon and buy it. If you, if you have a look at this book, you'll have a very good idea of things that you can do in life apart from 
your 9 to 5 job. So what else do people do here? Well, obviously there's English teaching. Uh, there's a corporate English market now which is quite good. There's uh, English teaching to kids. There are lots of teachers who work in international schools. There are more international schools all the time. So if you get your PGCE and become a teacher, you've got a good chance of getting a job over here. Uh, the pay isn't as good as in the UK, but equally it doesn't cost as much to live over here. It's not as cheap as it used to be, but it doesn't cost as much. Um, there are home business opportunities that people want to do. There are network marketing opportunities because there are so many British people looking to start up their own extra income streams now that if you can find a product and get it to them, they can sell it within their networks. Uh, well, I know of guest houses. There's an excellent one down in Cordoba, uh, which, uh, again, we've got linked to on the page. Uh, I know somebody who started off a yoga retreat. I know somebody who started an Ayurvedic retreat. Uh, I know people who've done trekking and camping holiday places. Uh, some people who do VIP city tours, cycle tours, or even walking or running tours around cities. And yes, some people even set up estate agencies and sell houses to others. Believe it or not, some people actually come here with the language and work in offices and things just like you would in the UK. But anyway, uh, it's a different way of looking at things. The strangest one that I've seen recently is the guy who's got a tank, uh, and he rents it out for corporate bonding sessions, family days out, etc. You can find this at tanksinspain.com, uh, an interesting site. Uh, and if you have fancy going down to Almeria, uh, why not go out for a day to tank, uh, hire yourself a tank? You, again, you can see the link on our website. So, to the question, what do Brits or foreigners do in Spain? Well, they do all of this and more. If you come over with a good business idea, expect it to take time to take off. But remember, if your huge advantage over the local population is probably entrepreneurship. Um, I'm going into broad generalizations here, but most Spanish people want to work for someone and blanch at the idea of setting up their own business. It's, uh, it's a bit of a no-no. Despite magazines like uh, Emprendedor, which is a bit like Enterprise magazine in America or the UK, uh, and certain other magazines, the ambition of most Spanish people is to be a civil servant, as it's a job for life. This is ingrained into their bone marrow, with obvious exceptions, because holidays are good, work's not hard, and the pay is okay. They get paid 14 times a year, you get an extra payment at Christmas, and you get an extra payment in summer so you can go on your holiday. And remember, holidays are good here. Remember, if you have the language and the knowledge of some specialised area, then you can make it here. But also remember that if you don't have the language, then you can also find people to help you who do. And paying them will save you lots of heartache and lots of frustration with yourself if you're not able to actually uh, learn the language. Anyway, to finish this area off, if you need help setting up a business here, then get in touch with us on info at Valencia dash property dot com um, we might be able to point you in the right direction and put you in touch with the right people we have a very large network of people doing things in Spain um, we can put you in touch with somebody uh, probably with somebody who's had the same idea or a similar idea and can tell you what to avoid and what to do anyway you probably came to this podcast expecting something about property well We've got something about property this week. Um, we're going to talk about Polaris World first, uh, which is down in Murcia. And I went down to Polaris World last month on the back of their advertising campaign in the UK and in Spain. 
same advert, same bloke, different, different level of confidence in one language and the other. I came away very impressed with the scope of the developments and the quality. Polaris World has decided that what they're going to base the offer on is golf courses and they've got Jack Nicholas very heavily involved in the design of the golf courses. When all the developments are finished they're going to have nine different golf courses down there, all of 18 holes, which are absolutely excellent. I've been to some of the finished developments already and the golf courses, the properties etc are excellently designed and excellently placed. They are still selling properties down there for a minimum of 83 euros, 83,000 euros, sorry about that. And that will get you a 35 meter, one bedroomed apartment overlooking a golf course which will be delivered to you in a couple of years time. If you want to know more information about it, just get in touch with us on any of our email addresses. But uh, probably the best is graham at valencia-property.com. If one bedroom isn't good enough for you, a good sized two bedroom place, possibly with a roof terrace, will cost you from €119,000. And you have the golf courses, you have the swimming pools, you have good weather, you have excellent location, and a new airport is going into the area very soon, and that will take more flights into the area. Also, if aviation fuel does become expensive eventually, remember you can still get down to Spain very quickly on the high-speed rail network through France and now through Spain. For more info on Polaris World, just get in touch with us and we'll send you all the information that you need. One of our new ventures is we're starting to get into below market value properties over here for investors. We've got in touch with a lot of investors and we've got in touch with a lot of investment funds and what we've found out is that there are many, many good deals to be had now. The credit crunch is hitting Spain just like it's hitting the UK and it's hitting the rest of Europe and it's hitting the whole of the world. Uh, we're working with various banks to clear the backlogs of repossessed properties now as the banks themselves are not estate agencies and don't really want to become estate agencies. Therefore we have access to good deals from the banks for properties that they have on the books and they don't know what to do with. Uh, secondly, we're working with developers who need funding to finish off their projects and they're selling to us a, a decent percentage uh, between 40 and 70 percent of the original price of the development. This is because uh, a developer, if he's got 40 flats going up, for example, uh, where he makes his money is on the last five or six of those flats. The others uh, just pay for the development. Um, if you can make it on the last 10, that's great. But he, the developers now are selling off these last flats and making less money. doesn't mean they're necessarily losing money because they've already made the cost of the development during the building process. But if they have to sell at 50% of cost the last few units, well, we can get you a good deal. Uh, and getting a good deal, of course, means that you've got a good opportunity to have a good rental income from these properties, for example, as many people now can't get mortgages here in Spain, as the banks tighten up their lending criteria, just like in the UK. And on to a sadder note, if you like, uh, we're also negotiating with people who are in danger of having a repossession from the bank if they've fallen behind on the payments and are having a problem. Uh, getting to the end of the month. We're negotiating with them to get them out of the problem and at the same time uh, we can get the, the investors quite a decent return because there's one or two things you can do. You can buy the property and keep the tenant uh, renting or you can buy the property and get a new tenant in it or you can buy the property for flipping. We decide 
which one to do uh, on a case-by-case -case basis uh, and if we can help out the person who is currently living in the house all the better for it sometimes it's impossible it has to go to repossession and then we try to get the property off the bank at a discount but hopefully we can help people out and finally on the subject of BMV properties we've also uh, been working with our sellers in reducing the price of their properties especially those who want to uh, make a quick sale we've been giving them advice about what the price point is where they're going to get a sale if you look on our home page of www.valencia-property.com you'll find that there are a lot of pr prices brought down um, some of these prices are now extremely attractive uh, they are well below market value in certain cases they're just below market value in other cases but what you make sure you get here is a quality property in a quality area have a look at the main page take a good look at the main property uh, that is featured on the main page because that's always going to be one of our great uh, good offers at the moment and also have a look at the under 200,000 page as well because in that area we're getting quite a lot of things that have been brought down from the, a previous higher price and now we can do something with them um, we've just been offered uh, last week a place in Gandia that has been brought down from 297,000 valuation uh, they're actually asking 199,000 and there may be some room for negotiation in that so have a look at the site and see what see what takes your fancy and then make an offer offers are seriously considered these days so until the next time uh, when hopefully we won't be lamenting the weather it's goodbye from the latest audio podcast from Valencia Property and feel free to pass the link on to any of your friends um, we would be happy to see them here in Valencia uh, we're very busy at the moment but we can always fit an extra person in if you want to go quickly to see some more properties and hopefully we'll be able to find you a perfect place to live here in Valencia or in other parts of Spain if you really like it okay remember visit our website at www.valencia-property.com and don't forget to go to our blog site as well which is www.valenciacomment.blogspot.com and if you want it in Spanish so that you can start practicing your Spanish like we've suggested then just uh, go into the, any of those sites and click on a Spanish blog